bij Burger King gebeuren spannende dingen. Wat dacht je van een classic cheeseburger, chicken nugget burger of sundae voor maar 1 euro per stuk? En dat is nog niet alles. Alle King deals zijn maar 1 euro. Haal ze nu alleen bij Burger King. Podcast time again as we wind down towards the last 10 days of the football season. Was it only two and a half weeks ago that we were under snow? I think it probably was. <laughs> and it's roasting in there. We've actually had to move. The acoustics may be slightly different because we've had to move into a different room because our normal podcasting studio it's is a sauna. It's like yeah. a sauna in yeah. there. But the and windows are open in here and I can hear birdies, which is, which is nice. It is nice, yeah. isn't it? Pleasant. It's nice. It's yeah. pastoral. It's um, and yeah. traffic, oh, and traffic. traffic pastoral. <laughs> So uh, forgive the extraneous noises as we start this week. Oh, if you can hear us, yeah. <laughs> uh, Devon Live, Herald Express, Yellow Army, Talk United podcast. Um, we do, calling you to order, Oh, with we the... do still have much to say. This is the last of the line of the limited editions. Thank you very much, Julian. There are pens now with We Have Much to Discuss written on them. Thanks for that. And we are, yeah, we are using them as we do the podcast. I used it all week. Well done. Yeah. Good, good, good quality product. Good quality podcast this week. We hope as well. Uh, let's talk first of all about that Halifax game last Saturday. Then, before we do the mathematics and we look ahead to yes. what might happen I this weekend. I think Tuesday night is still fairly painfully fresh in everybody's it mind. Is. Gary yes. Hours revealed that he actually listened to the commentary on Tuesday night. It was the Radio Cumbria commentary as well. That must have been agony of Barrow. <laughs> That's not a reflection on the accent, is it? It's just holding on. on the game. Holding on for a 1 0 win at Geisley, which obviously nudged United that yeah. much closer to the brink. Um, it wasn't the result that no. we, we wanted or anything like it. But, well, um, let's, let's talk about, about that. How late was the goal? Oh, early in the second half. 48, uh, um, 48 yeah, minutes? Yeah, something they, like they that. Had a, uh, Barrow had a guy sent off in the 87th minute. Um, and uh, Barrow had to clear one or two or whatever it was off the line. But um, look in the book, it's a 1-0 win for Barrow, yeah. and it means now that one more win for them will send United down. Yeah. In fact, regardless of what United Regardless do. of what United do. Uh, and uh, actually, two draws would, would also send United yeah. down because the goal, difference, dif- the goal difference difference, if you know what I mean, between the two clubs is so, is so great. So let, um, let's crunch the numbers then before we go back to the Halifax game. Yeah. What, what about Woking? Where do Woking stand all this now? Well, um, I think they are poised uh, yeah. as well, obviously. They are. They're two points behind Barrow, uh, and Barrow have a game in hand. Yeah. Uh, Torquay, 43 games, 40 points. Woking, 44 games, 45. Barrow, 43 games, 47. Yeah. Um, so uh, um, other, the effect of other recent matches is that, uh, amongst other things, Hartlepool made themselves safe with a one-nil win over uh, Lake Norrent on Tuesday night as well. Um, but it's a basically, relief, relief for them after the season. Oh, like, telling me, yeah, the middle part of the season absolutely. was grim for them, wasn't it? Telling, yes, on and off the pitch. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, basically, United can only get forty-nine points, and if anybody else gets forty-nine points. Um, that almost certainly sends United down because their goal difference is, is worse. Yeah. They're only six goal difference worth with Woking. Um, so if Woking were to get 49 and United get 49, then there is still a chance yeah. that United could, could, could sneak it. But Barrow would have to collapse over their last three matches. Let's have a look at the games. Barrow, uh, all a shot away this Saturday. Now that's mm-hmm. on paper reasonably tough, all a shot. 
Um, are, nailed on for playoffs. They are but they nailed need on to for get the playoffs, but they're not. They're they? not sure yet. No. They're not sure of, the, of a playoff place yet. So, so that's. Um, uh, oh, hang on a minute. They've got seventy-four. Wrexham sixty-nine. They're almost there. Yeah. But uh, uh, that sh- looks tough for for Barrow. So let's yeah. be optimistic about that. They then have Bromley away, who can't really do anything, but still seem to be playing okay at the moment. Uh, next Tuesday night, which is a bit of a long old trip for yeah. for them. So Barrow have got to travel to Aldershot on Saturday. Uh, um, I doubt very much whether they'll be staying down for the two or three <laughs> nights afterwards. So they'll have to traipse back to Cumbria yeah. and then come back down mm-hmm. again on Tuesday night to Bromley. But the the the, the killer, yeah. if you want to look at it like that, is that they have Chester at home on the last day of the season on the twenty eighth, where it's where it. So it could, theoretically, it could all come down to that last day of the Absolutely. season, just which, as we thought. Which, ironically, is probably what most United fans have been hoping or praying for, that at least yeah. United could still win. Obviously, they, they, they have to beat Hartlepool and Geisley even to get to that point. Yeah. Um, but uh, um, Barrow, home to Chester on the last day of the season. Chester, no manager, no. already relegated. I think the coach is in charge of the team. Um <laughs> Everything tells you that that's going to be a home win for Barrow, but uh, let, let's let's be yeah. let's be football optimists. Oh, we um, always are. I, I, well, yeah. I, I can remember uh, um, uh, when United were relegated to the conference uh, the last time, or mm-hmm. <laughs> the last time for the second time. Uh, they were actually relegated despite winning three-one at Mansfield on the penultimate match of the season, yeah. um, and. Uh, the following Saturday, Mansfield, who had nothing to play for, and believe you me, 3-1 should have been at least 5-1 at Field Mills for yeah. United. They played very well that day, but it was too late. On the last day of the season, Mansfield, nothing to play for, hammered by Torquay the previous week, went to Bristol Rovers, oh, packed yeah. house at the yeah. men. You'd think Rovers must win that match to stay in the Football League. Scoreline, Bristol Rovers nil, Mansfield won. They defended and played as if their lives depended on it. Now, <laughs> to this day, I still think that's one of the most amazing football results I've ever seen. But these things sometimes yeah. can and do happen. Uh, look how York suffered a whole series of match- of defeats at the end of last season when you'd thought they were nailed on to win, especially at home. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I think, you know, let's face it, if United even get to the last day, yeah. and they've still got a chance... It'll be a plus for where, from where we're sitting at the moment, isn't it? And, well, it would be um, nice to start that game against Ebbsfleet because Ebbsfleet are looking at playoff places, aren't they? Oh Ebbsfleet no, they're, they're flying. Good, uh, good Absolutely. Chance. I mean, there's no, there's, it's, it's far, far from a given that United mm. will even get there anyway, let alone beat Ebbsfleet. But um, but let's you know, yeah. let's be positive. I, I don't think, as we stand, that United are one of the four worst teams in the National League at the moment. The trouble is that the improvement has come too late. Yeah, they they um, have been <clears throat> consistently for much of the season, though, haven't they? Absolutely, no, 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 no I'm not arguing about that. No, yeah. but it's just um, that that I do think United are capable of winning at, Hallef, at, at Hartlepool on Saturday, and I do think they're capable of beating yeah. guys at home next Tuesday night. Well, I'll take that now. Thank you very much, and let's move and let's f- keep fingers crossed that there's still something riding on the last day. Uh, Woking, by the way. Uh, have Geisley away. <laughs> this Geisley Geisley keep, play all three the, of the bottom they, teams. They, they, they keep yeah. cropping up, don't they? And this is, of course, is a club. It's it's smaller than Tiverton Town. Yeah. Um, uh, or the ground, at any rate, is is you know on a par with Tiverton Town. Um, uh, nice people. Mm-hmm. And can United beat them? Uh, I don't <laughs> think United have beaten Geisley since 
they started playing each other no. two or three years ago. Um, uh, I think I'm right in saying that. There might have been. I read that somewhere this win. week, but but then um, I think you wrote it. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so Geisley are, are are absolute pain in the butt as far as talking yeah. about is concerned. And now, of yeah. course, we are hoping. Obviously, we were yeah. on Tuesday night. We're hoping desperately that they can do us a favour. But um, we shall see. Would be quite something if they could, wouldn't it? <clears throat> okay, let's talk about last Saturday's game yeah. and, and Jamie Reid getting a win. That was a must-win match. Let's it was, face it. Yeah, yeah. And, and and it's still. That does still keep us in with a shout. If we hadn't won that one on Saturday, it would have been all over by now. Quite. So, um, yeah, it was a good performance, I thought. Good performance. Well, when you think... Tricky game. Halifax have picked up big time in the last yeah. few weeks. They've beaten Borehamwood and Sutton at home in in this crazy four-match eight in eight days yeah. week that they'd had. But they arrived at Playmore looking like a team that had played... That yeah. was just about to play its fourth match in eight days. Vincent Durrell did not have a serious save to make no. it in the whole of the 90 minutes. Uh, they had only two shots off target in that time, <clears throat> and United absolutely hammered them 1-0. They, yeah, uh, they, there were plenty of chances, weren't there? Talkie created more chances in that game than they had done in well, several previous games. And I suppose if you if you want to, you can go down the road and say they made pretty hard work of, of beating yeah. them in the end. But, but the ball only just crossed the line. And, the and, the, facts, and, yeah. and Jamie Reid's volley yeah. didn't even hit the back of the net, but it was over the line, yeah. and well done to the linesman for being and, and immediately yeah. signalling the ball across the line. He was in the right place, wasn't he? And there was no there was no particular protest from no. the Halifax players either. But uh, No need to take the players off at half-time and then go back to the VAR <laughs> or anything like that on that one, <laughs> as we all saw in the Bundesliga ball. this week yeah. as well. Ain't yes. But players, yeah. players went off at half time. Yeah, the, and were then did, called back on again. For I mean, du- was it Duisburg against Mainz? Somebody against Mainz. Freiburg, Freiburg yeah, yeah. against Mainz. I mean, come on. The players are in the dressing room yep. having a cup of tea yep. or the whatever. The referee's blown for half time, yeah. and then all of a sudden, the man in the stand goes, "Oh, why don't you have a look at this potential yeah. handball?" Yeah. So he looks how, at how it. How long before was the handball? It was just on the stroke of half time, wasn't it? It was, was just it? Yeah. just before. I think it was yeah. just before half time. I mean, um, you could start going back to the twenty third minute if that's what you could. Do. Well, yeah. presumably, uh, the idea is that the VAR official actually makes quicker uh, yeah. uh, ongoing decisions as the game proceeds. But uh, that was a cracker. <laughs> and really so he then brings both teams out of the dressing room. Yeah. To have a penalty to taken. take a penalty and then back off again and then back yeah, off again. Yeah. This, this is the future. It's, this, this is, is ridiculous. This is, yeah, Absolutely yeah, yeah. ridiculous. This is the onward march of progress. And now they're saying as well. Apparently, in the World Cup, they're going to be showing the VAR replays on the screens yeah. in the stadium, which yeah. I think is quite a good idea. But it it's going to add a, a whole new level of pressure onto the referee, isn't it? Well, but we've yeah. seen already through VAR that actually people can read the situation differently anyway. There yes. is no right yeah. or wrong. No, no. The it's word, not, it's the words, not working, is it? No. It's the really words lost working. and plot spring to mind, yeah. don't they? And, and this is all because suddenly you have some technology that allows you to do it. It doesn't mean that you have to use it. No, okay? no. And this I, is, it, it's, it's, we're heading down this road in the modern world, aren't we? Yeah. Because we can, we have to. No, 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 you don't have to. Uh, not if you don't really want to. It's not um, working. It works in rugby because rugby stops and starts in a fairly logical progression and of, course, of plays, yes, that's right. you, to borrow the American phrase. Yeah, and yeah. That, but it but works the, rule, the rules are, are tighter, aren't they? They're, yes, they're easier yeah, to, yeah. to make a decision on. Yeah. When you've got someone diving in the area that's been 
lightly touched by someone, well, yeah. it could be a foul and it could be a dive. Yeah. You can't tell what the person's balance was like. No, no, it's all this sort of stuff. And we, 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 we have chatted about this before on the podcast, haven't we? The, the, the point that I was making a little while ago, that in American football, they started doing this a few years ago. Yeah. I know that is a stop-start sport and it's designed to be one. But... Uh, um, uh, everybody advertisers, fans, and everybody got so fed up with with all the big yeah. decisions going upstairs that they shut the whole thing down, handed it back to the referees, and said, "Get on with it." Exactly. Um, and in, in baseball, I was watching the baseball on TV. We are digressing here a bit, aren't we? But forgive us. We'll get back onto talking United in a minute. I was watching the baseball the other night, and they have this device that shows you where the pitches go in comparison to the strike zone. And when the uh, the umpire gives a strike, when the pitch is well outside the strike God, zone... God, you've lost me. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, 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 There's this yeah. kind of area that yeah. where, the, where the, that the ball is supposed to pass yeah. through. For it to be a ball or... And when the umpire's got it wrong, they don't pull the game back. No. It's just, on balance, the umpire gets more right than he gets wrong. Right. It's just out of interest. Yeah, so absolutely. It just proves the point you were saying, just because the technology's there don't have to use it to start What was he talking about, Dave? I'm I'm sorry. Uh, Rich, you're lost. It's all right. Uh, uh, Listen, we've uh, done baseball, we've done cycling. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's when you two are talking about German Division 1 football across the office, and I'm just thinking, how do you know this? (laughs) Too much time spent in front of ESPN is what it is late at night. But anyway, no, back to Halifax. That was interesting that... that, um, Gary Owls was saying at his press conference this week that, that, that when he walked into the ground on Saturday, last Saturday lunchtime uh, with everything that was at stake there, in his words, he almost smelt the fear yeah. in, in the yeah. corridors. He said, thankfully, when I got in the dressing room, he said there was, the, mm. the players were absolutely fine. But it just underlined yeah. you know, the worry and the, and the concern and the fear, of course, that, that everybody around the club is currently feeling about, yeah. about the situation and what... what you know, at the moment, looks likely to happen. Do you know what? Um, though I, I'm not sure that that fear was as, as strong as it has. The smell of fear has been strong as it has been before, because I think people are so used to the fact that we're going to go down now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're yeah. I don't got their think heads. it was necessarily there last well, week. Well, I think Gary Ayres was obviously talking about walking along the corridors with club yeah, staff and yeah, things maybe, like that. Maybe, you know, but yeah. not. But, but um, you know. No, no. I think most people uh, uh, view that if United by some unbelievable set of circumstances get out of this it will just be an, an extraordinarily happy release yeah. that they have actually already got yeah. their heads around the yeah, fact absolutely. that United are, are almost certainly going down yeah. and they're starting to think about things like oh well Hereford have, 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 have just come up that should be good yeah. fun and stuff like that you How, know, so, how so, um, so where are we on ticket prices for next season etc now I know that, that, that until they know one way or the other um, they have they, 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 they have scenarios, so I understand, worked out for Plan A and Plan B. They, now, they, they have not uh, announced them and and won't obviously until probably after the Saturday after next, the, the last game. Do you think fans would expect the price to go down? Oh, I, I I can't imagine that you could charge the same for National League South football as you're charging for National League no. football. Nineteen quid to go in the. Yeah, the, the Bristow's bench, isn't it, for the turnstile? Uh, uh, I can't imagine that would, that, 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 would, that would be. I mean, you know, you, at the moment, you've got uh, uh, people saying to me all the time, I'm definitely not buying a season ticket. Yeah, I, season. I keep on hearing that. Yeah. Um, I, I will not be buying a season ticket, but yeah. I shall see how it goes. And, 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 and then, at the same time, they still are fans of the club yeah. and, and loyal supporters. But... You know, there's a long summer ahead. 
um, uh, we could talk United could be going down to a level that none of us ever dreamt that, no. that they would sink to um, and you can absolutely understand the attitude of, of, of supporters saying I can't imagine turning up to see United play so and so and so in the first few weeks of next season you know the, the, uh, the optimistic bit, bit of them says well if they're top of the league and yeah. Hereford are, are second and uh, if Kidderminster gets shif- shuffled down although it probably didn't you know etc etc or, or, or Woking Woking that sort of stuff oh yeah or you know who else is in that division that would that would interest is it uh, Weymouth uh, um, uh, or are they the one down they're the one down aren't they Gloucester in their western supermare yeah unfortunately pulled down pulled town which is a bit of a yeah. shame they look like as if they're going to go down and they're struggling aren't they of course we'll but be we'll be one division above Tiverton and Taunton which is a scary thought oh well yeah. done Rich yes uh, Taunton have made a great fist of um, the uh, first, uh, I think Southern the, League one of, the, one of the first teams to be they're promoted up to, up to the Premier aren't yeah. they yes um, Hereford have just been promoted out of the Premier Southern League Premier and up into the Conference South three successive promotions well, they do. Uh, who's to say they won't get a fourth as well? They're now well, only they? two yeah. strides Left between them and regaining their football status. Of course, this status, is the so first incarnate, a third, sorry, incarnation of, of Hereford. Hereford. That's right. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, uh, we're not there yet, and um, you know, we, we we shouldn't assume that this is happening. But no, I, I, as far as I was given to understand this week, that United have already worked out Scenario. yeah, scenarios for both, but they uh, quite rightly. Uh, declining to, to see, I, I had a chat with my dad about this, and, and I thought, well, they, can you really put the price down? Would people understand if you kept it, if you froze it? I don't know. It's almost a lack of ambition that. putting the, the price down in my head. But well, yeah, but you've got to try and maximise the chance to get as many people through the gate as possible, haven't you? Unless you and, do and deals, unless you do deals for the kids, unless you you, you start doing. Well, they should your, be doing that yeah, anyway, really. Yeah, I mean, I'm yeah. sure they are, but. Um, uh, also, you know, you have to bear in mind that that um, you know United are staying full time next season. Well, that, that's what I'm saying. Um, so now, so, what, you know, you, what, what that means that in terms of, of Gary Hour's actual budget, um, uh, uh, we don't know. United have got a half decent budget at the moment. It is still nowhere near what some clubs in yeah. this division are, are, are shelling out. Um, uh, funny enough, I, I still think, for me, one of the kind of one of the most telling moments of this season happened off the pitch. Yeah. When Alex Davy turned yeah. down a deal yeah. at, at, at United in January and went to Boreham Wood, uh, uh, with all due respect to Boreham Wood, for a hundred quid or so more uh, to play in front of five hundred fans at Boreham yeah. Wood. Okay. Uh, he was able to, his parents lived not far away, mm. and that made more sense to him to go and do that. Now, Boreham Wood, all credit to them, are currently sitting fifth in the table, and they'll almost certainly be in the playoffs. So you can justify it on all sorts yeah. of counts. But for me, it was kind of like, so we can't now, <laughs> this is the state that Torquay have yeah. slipped to, that we can't, a player is preferring to go to Boreham Wood for... A little bit for more, a little bit less, for yeah. you know, etc. Yeah. 
rather rather than Torquay United. And and uh, in fairness, Alec Davies has been on the subs bench at Boreham in recent weeks more yeah. than he's actually starting. But decent it, player as well, wasn't he? We well, would he like to us, have kept him, wouldn't we? We yeah. would have done. Yeah. But, but also, <laughs> you look back on it now. If he can't get in Boreham Wood's first eleven on a regular basis, what does yeah. that tell you about it? <laughs> yeah. But um, but no, it, it just sort of like summed up where we are yeah. in terms of recruitment power. And let's face it, when this season is over, whichever division talk you're in, and, and you know, we all think it might be the one we don't want, you know, Gary Hour's uh, 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 recruitment, mm. as every other Torquay United manager, recruitment, recruitment, recruitment. Never seen a manager score a goal yet. Only players score goals yeah. and only players stop them. And unless you put the right players out on the pitch, it doesn't matter how good your coaching is, it doesn't matter how good your training facilities are, it doesn't matter how good your diet is, etc., 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 etc. Get some men out on that pitch. Yeah. And, and Paul Buckle had it right all those years ago. He took over at Torquay uh, at a time when there was some money, mm-hmm. some serious money, and he went out. Did he go out and sign? You know, promising 21, 22-year-olds. Okay, there were one or two, Elliot Benyon, Mark yeah. Ellis, etc. But may, mainly, what did he spend his money? Characters, on? men yeah. who yeah. had seen it, done it, yeah. and knew this division. He, he, he had a, a, a favourite saying: "This is a fight league, and yeah. you have to fight your way out of it." He said, "If we could play our way out, we wouldn't be here in the first place." Uh, and and as, as United fans will fondly remember. Uh, there was no bigger, tougher, more powerful and pacey team in the, in the, in the conference That's true. Uh, uh, in those first couple of years. All right, they missed out to Aldershot in the first season and then went up the second. But um, You're pretty confident Gary Owls will be here next season? Yes, I, I, I say that because I, I think Clark Osborne has faith in him uh, that he will turn it round. Yeah. Um, and I haven't had any inklings from either side uh, that that won't be the case. Um, I know United fans obviously have got views on that score, and quite right too. I think you know yeah. you, you wouldn't blame them for that. But um, as things stand, uh, I think Clark Osborne, uh, um, uh, you know, thought quite hard before he appointed Gary Owls. There were one or two other decent candidates as well. Mm. And as far as I can uh, gauge at the moment, he still retains Clark Osborne's uh, um, confidence. And mind you, the pressure will be on if you know if yeah. he is still in charge next season, which I think he will be. Uh, he will have to deliver. Uh, the, yeah. the, there will be no second chances. Um, um, and he's managed in that league before, hasn't yes, he? Yes, he has. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's managed in. And he's already level. talking now. Yeah. I mean, I think you know, uh, listeners will, will already know that he's o- already offered contracts to uh, four or five of the current yeah. squad. Yeah. Playing what? Plus, quite a lot of other players already outside. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, United. Um, what, so ending where we end up. And, absolutely. And, yeah. 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 Um, uh, and um, well, no, I, I think he's offered them no, almost no matter which division yeah. we're in. Uh, and you've got this interesting um, uh, uh, factor which you, you can also uh, put in, which is that the conference contracts, sorry, National League contracts, expire on Saturday week. Yeah. At the end yeah. of April, football league contracts don't expire until June the thirtieth. And on top of that, although the contracts expire mm. on June the thirtieth. The players still get paid for another month after that, which accounts for why so many football league yeah. players hang around and make their decisions so late. Now uh, this, we had this last year, didn't we? We were waiting on signatures last absolutely. year, weren't we? Yeah. yeah. Well, Ke- Kevin Nicholson had had this. Mm. Well, it was uh, strange is too strong a word, but he he had a retained list, didn't he? And then he had a sort of halfway house yeah. with about five yeah. or six That's that right. were yeah. that were 
well, we're, you know, that, that were being freed, but not completely. If yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. I mean, effectively they were, but uh, uh, and amongst those was, uh, I think, uh, Giancarlo Galifuoco was one. Brett yeah, Williams was, was yeah, one. Yeah. And I, uh, Anderson. Uh, Miles Anderson yeah. was another one. Um, but I don't think there'll be any of that. Uh, yeah. Mainly because, of course, there are so many lone players in United's uh, squad at the moment. I think Gary Owls has made. I stand to be correct on that about four permanent signings yeah. while he's been here um, quite a few non-contract for a, 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 mm. for a while um, but, uh, but and, the then, and then yeah. about a dozen loan yeah. signings so um, well, then, where is, then of where course is he, he Nabu now by the way whatever happened to him well, well, where is he we playing now he's playing, playing somewhere in and around yeah. uh, is it Paris he comes I from think it was yeah yeah, yeah. Um, it's been a season of strange well, yeah, yeah. twists, yeah. didn't it? Uh, it's interesting, he was asked, Gary Owls, at, at his presser this week about this whole business of looking back, and, it, and he did say, no, this is, look, we've still got three games to go, we've got to win at Hartlepool, so this is not the right, exactly the right time to have yeah. this conversation about the whole business of, well, he did inherit a squad of mm. players who were already under contract um, from a previous manager, uh, you can't just tear up those contracts and say cheerio, etc., etc., etc. And uh, but it, it's it would be wonderful, wouldn't it? And I've I've never gone down this road of trying to find out because the clubs won't tell you exactly where each club stands in in the the budget well, the table, spending, yeah, the, no, the spending true. table. Yeah. You can have educated guesses at it. And some fans would be absolutely astonished at how much some clubs on gates that yeah. are guaranteed to cause them to go under in a year, 18 months. And yeah. there are a couple in the north who I'm, I have it on very good authority are in serious, serious trouble. Clubs that actually are in no danger of going down at all um, yeah. because, the fight, because the plug is being pulled. Yeah. You cannot keep sustaining this level no. of player budgets of three quarters of a million and above uh, in the conference yeah. on gates of six, seven hundred. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, the only reason why Boreham Wood can do it on gates of four or five hundred is because Arsenal write them an enormous great cheque every year so, they win, so, yeah. so yeah. their ladies yeah. can play on it. Yeah. Yeah, it's, um, true. It, it's not a reflection of, you know, bless them, Boreham Wood have done a, a, a terrific and Luke Garrard has, has you know, done a great job there. Um, but you know, Boreham Wood are able to be competitive at this at this level, and good luck to them. Bec not because of you know because of outside contributions. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, same with Aldershot and Chelsea, isn't it? As well, there's money yeah, yeah. comes into yeah. um, into uh, Aldershot to a slightly lesser yeah. extent. But, yeah. but but um, uh, no, it's an interesting thing, you know. Whereas you know, at Playmore, the situation is very different. Every, yeah. every single penny that Torquay spend on their team mm. has to come either through the gate or. As things stand, from Clark Osborne's checkbook. Talking of which, uh, there's a very generous gesture for the travelling fans going to Hartlepool yep. on Saturday. Um, I, I think you know he, he's he's talked about this before. Um, I, he he did hint to me that, that that he would like to have chucked a bit more in, but it was just a small thank you, yeah. several hundred pound to uh, to to cut the cost of travelling from uh, Torquay to Hartlepool on Saturday from about 40 quid yeah. uh, back to 20 and of course it, the whole point of it is that this is the last away trip of the season yeah. it happens to be the longest of the lot <laughs> hallelujah um, and uh, I think it was just as he said it was just a little way of saying uh, sorry a, a way of saying a little thank you 
to the fans who have been the most yeah. die-hard. You know, uh, um, I know most of them. Yeah. Um, uh, well, they'll, they'll appreciate the gesture, right? Yeah, they, they will. Sure. That's right. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a, they, they will leave Torquay. I think the coach is due to leave at five o'clock in the morning on Saturday, and it won't Marfus. be back until and it won't be back until Lockfast or five <laughs> o'clock on Sunday morning. But um, uh, yeah. there you go. Well, if you're making that trip, enjoy that one. Um, is there going to be a Player of the Year poll this year? And if um, so, uh, presumably it'll happen. It has to happen on Tuesday night. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. that's completely. Uh, so when was it that there attention. wasn't one? Was it the year that we went back down to the, the conference? Yes, well done. And of course, who did right. hold one? The Herald Express held one that year. We did, we, didn't we, we? We picked up on the fact that there was no Player of the Year poll. It was after the Chris Robertson going down, uh, and the Herald Express we carried out our own. Yeah, and Lee Mansell won it. Um, uh, now I, I wonder if United I is much better run than that now, and, yeah. and and I'd be staggered if there isn't one. I bet and they it might well be, yeah. it might well be be online, but um, do you know that completely slipped my attention. There, yeah, yeah it just just on, occurred so, to me um, then. I, 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 I think we all of us would have. Was it that far back, or was it the last time we went down? No, I don't think so. Uh, well, uh, certainly we ran the Herald Express ran ran a play at our own that, because we we, we picked yeah. yes, two thousand and seven. I think um, even in a season like this, it's worth doing. There are three or four candidates. Well, I think there's one candidate. There, well, there's one. <laughs> there's one leading candidate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But um, there yeah. are. Other, I mean, there are other people who've had good seasons. Um, Sean McGinty's had a good season. Vincent Durrell's had a good season. Yeah, you could has. you could you could widen it beyond Luke Young. But you know, the, it, it's worthwhile Who, of course, to do. Is, I the, think. is the is the holder? He's of the, the reigning trophy, yeah. player yeah. of the year, isn't he? But, um, um, but no. I, um, uh, there, no, there, there have been some must good chase that up. I'm, I'm sure. I, I can't believe knowing the the staff and the yeah, way it's must run be, up there. There'll be a plan. They would uh, not be doing it. There have been some cameos, haven't there? Because I mean, uh, Lemonade Evans has, has yes, had a really good has. month. Yeah. Um, obviously, he's on loan and, and his time's been short. But yeah, well, of course, that's uh, the kind of player you'd have like won the to award see. before. Nathan yeah. Smith won it, uh, but he was there all season. Yes, he did, didn't he? Yeah, won it as a loan player from Port Vale and. Good luck to him. With a bit of luck, he's help, now helping to keep Port, Port Vale up. But uh, and they absolutely love him up there, and quite Good right stuff. too. Um, a few other little notes on the on the pad here before we uh, before we close. Uh, Torquay will have to do what they do on Saturday and Tuesday without Mar without Martin Cool. Yes, on the touchline. Uh, on the touchline, I think he'll be Lost there. Cool. Yeah, I, I like it. it. I think was that your headline? No, I, think, I just uh, come up with that. What's he having? I think he's likely to be around, but he certainly yeah. can't be on the touchline. He's he's uh, he's received a two-match ban and a, um, I think yeah, yes, three-figure fine uh, from the FA for for his touchline spat at Dover the other week. He's um, he's an audible presence, though, isn't he? He could oh, probably do it from the car park. Yes, to be he, honest. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he 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 he. Understandably, got very stirred up in the closing yeah, stages of yeah. the Dover match about the time wasting that was that, that was going on. Uh, he got in a bit of a spat with a member of the Dover bench. Um, I think there was a, uh, yeah, it did get uh, um, uh, a bit tasty. It did become heated. Yeah, yeah. a bit tasty. Yeah. I think the fourth official then got involved. Uh, uh, he was sent to the dressing room, uh, and uh, that more or less was the end of that. Uh, but uh, it's taken a week or two to filter yeah. through, but he has now been banned and, w and won't be on the touchline at Hartlepool or at home to Guysley on Tuesday. I've watched Martin and, and uh, Gary at the um, sort of way they stand at the, at the, yeah. uh, the dugouts. Gary stands inside. Martin often stands sort of leaning 
yeah. leaning on the fence just behind. But um, and obviously there's a lot of banter with the fourth official. But what strikes me, sort of sitting right behind there quite often, is the body language of the fourth official is almost often designed to annoy people. <laughs> the way yeah. that they yeah. interact with yeah. the managers. Yeah. As if they are a superhuman being, and this is someone who doesn't deserve to be I in their presence. Is, I think this is a product of of the instructions to officials that they must try and be all things to all. You know, in other words, mm. they must not be seen to be chatting to one bench and maybe not chatting to the next, yeah. or or whatever. They they are supposed to be detached from it all, and that sometimes I think gives the impression that they are not communicating and that they I don't think, want to be communicated yeah, with. Uh, um, they're communicating about the fact that they don't communicate. No, well... They, and they do it a lot. Yeah, I think it's... it's. I mean, I've never done it and, and uh, you know, good luck to everybody who does. Uh, we, we, ha- we have had conversations, haven't we, on, on, on the podcast mm. about referees in yeah. the last few weeks yeah. and, and I don't think we've overstepped the mark. But... Um, I think fourth officials sometimes are damned if they do and they're damned if they don't. They can't make any decisions. The referee's out in the middle then making what's decisions. what's the point of being there? Well, that's another point. <laughs> but, yeah. but over on top of that, fourth officials, what's the point of them being there? I think we can probably make out a, course, uh, a case for them. But what on earth is this business of having referees and officials behind the, behind the byline? Uh, um, making decisions. Never seen uh, them uh, make and, a, and actually decision, not yeah. making decisions. You know, yeah. Things going on and say, well, did he not... <laughs> indicate that, one way or another. That's not coming into any other league anytime soon, though, is it? Please. Hopefully not. No, no, no quite. Yeah. I that's mean, all it is is just an extra expense for all the clubs involved to pay their match fee and yeah. and, and expenses for tracing all over the country. So, um, but anyway. don't, don't worry about it, Dave. We've got VAR now. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> so what we're going to do? Um, we're going to get you standing behind the goal with your mobile phone. Yes. Recording yeah. what's going on yeah. Yeah. live on yeah. Facebook. Yeah. There we go. That's how we do it. So this has been the penultimate podcast of the season. We'll keep them going, obviously, but um, we really are at the sharp end now, aren't we? Well, uh, uh, let's face it, United could be relegated at at tea time on Saturday. We all hope that they don't. Uh, uh, They've got a... If they can win at Hartlepool on Saturday... Um, then you know I, I, we just have to yeah. hope that Barrow don't go and do something heroic at at, at Aldershot. Um, uh, nothing less than a win will do. Uh, uh, that's the end of it. I do think they're capable of doing it yeah. when they're at it. And of course, the other point is, as, as Gary Owls has mentioned in the week, is that you know, if United can just get through this weekend, that he can chuck Elliot Remain at it for the last two yes. games. Yeah. Just going to say that he's got one left. Who's got one left of his three-match yeah. suspension, yeah. which we all thought was harsh anyway. But still, that's in the that's in that, that's it in is. the history books now. So you could throw Elliot Remain at it against Geisley and Ebbsfleet next week. But unfortunately, when you cast your fate into the hands of your rivals, uh, quite a long way from the end of the season, it, it tends to ask for trouble. Yeah. Doesn't it's it? a big so, eight days, um, isn't it? It's a, it's a, it's it's a big eight days. Big eight days. Uh, just before we go, uh, a rather frustrating little time for for Jakub Sokolik, the United defender. Um, I think supporters have picked up on that he's been sort of ill for yeah. quite a few weeks recently. Uh, um, it, it's not just a tummy bug. Uh, uh, nobody quite knows what, what it is. He oh still isn't yeah. right. Yeah. Um, uh, all, all sorts of tests being done on it. And I know that uh, he, he, he's a good lad and he, he, he's desperate that he hasn't been able to help out over these last yeah. few weeks. Uh, there's something not right in there and doctors are doing a whole series of tests on various bits of him to try and get to the bottom of it. So um, 
Um, he's, good he's, luck with that. Oh, yeah, oh, all good luck to him. him. And, and he's, yeah. he, he's, a, he's a very committed young lad, and um, yeah. uh, he's, he's just very upset that he hasn't been able to you know, put his six penneth in and uh, and try and help help United out. But uh, fingers crossed, he'll uh, they can sort it. I hope to see him back again soon. Well, thank you very much for your time. This has been the Devon Live Herald Express Yellow Army Talk United podcast with three of us in the room, which is unusual. Thanks for your very company. Nice. Very nice to see the, the A-team back. Yep. Indeed. And if you are heading up to Hartlepool on Saturday, chapeau to you, as we <laughs> like to say, just to annoy our friends on Twitter. More uh, cycling stuff. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> Give them a cheer for us. And as ever, come, come on, on, you yellows. yellows.